And is already buying stupid, ridiculous games that we're never going to play. I am your host, Fuzzy Dan, and on this week's Outbreak episode, uh, I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Patient Zero himself, a Mr. Duty Dutrum. How are we, good buddy? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I got the Mr. black Simpson, there's going to be no Christmas for us. <laughs> 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 oh man, you you sound like you may have licked all of the handrails in the Wuhan province. Yeah, I I, I woke up on Friday feeling a bit shit, and uh, and essentially the whole weekend I'm just like, cool. Well, I was supposed to go to the Formula One. It's been fucking cancelled. Um, good thing it's been cancelled, I guess, because I don't feel so great. So I've just spent the whole like, yeah, I've been I've been pretty shit, but I'm, I'm I feel all right now. I sound like crap, but I feel all right. Mmm, excellent. Just what a contagious person would say. A perfect time to play video games. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, uh, i got news about that, so we're going to kick straight into it with the news segment. Um, welcome to the news. It's very different from our other segments because we talk about news in this part. Um, so speaking of games, buddy, Steam have uh, reached the their largest record ever for concurrent users online at the same time. 20 million, Jesus. 20 million people playing games with 6.2 currently in game as of, uh, I believe this was a couple of days ago. So like everybody is definitely working from home, inverted commas. <laughs> I, it, that sounds like a, a verbal inverted commas, so they are definitely meant to be there. Yeah, 20 million people at one time playing games on Steam. It's fucking nuts. I, I will say that... Um that if you if you are having to self isolate or, or whatever the instance may be, this is the perfect time to catch up on the stack of games that you've bought and you've never gotten around to either installing or finishing, or you've wanted to check out something and you and you haven't gotten around to it. Like for me, Last of Us is looking pretty r- fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> hey mate, you've got that. You've got Horizon Zero Dawn, which I was going to get my copy back off you, but I don't know if I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and no, I, I, I'm also working on our next video review, uh, sort of as we speak as well. So busy, busy in the in this household. Uh, two videos went up over the space of two days in the house. Oh, busy so, uh, little beaver. Yeah, yeah. Not even sickness is going to keep me from putting out mediocre content. <laughs> yes, well, you're doing great, great work, buddy. Yeah, check those out on YouTube.com. We've got all of our stuff under Shaken Not Nerd. Pretty much, we're the only ones who put it. The nerds occasionally put some stuff up, but it is all Shaken Not Noobs. Pretty much running that show. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yes. Yeah, so there we go. So look, yeah, definitely check it out. I know I've been going through some of my old back catalogue. I had nothing to play, so I've gone out and purchased Ace Combat Seven. Uh, and trans uh, and just given up a bunch of old games. Oh, which by the way, I gotta gotta say this. This was pretty amazing. I went in and traded some games today, and I gave away an old copy of um, Forza Horizon Four, um, the one that we really definitely loved when we played it. Right, Duty? 
Um, the uh, the Australian Forza Horizon. No, it wasn't the Australian one. It was the, the, uh, one the, the British one. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. With the season's um, changing. The one with the worst multiplayer ever. Um, it may uh, be yeah. better now, but it was pretty terrible. So that's, what, two years old now? Yeah, I about went that, I went and traded that in, and I got $30 for it at EB Games, which is, like, it's synonymous with, like, being shitty for value, like, having no value for anything you trade in. Oh, that game that you bought yesterday is worth $5. $30 for Forza Horizon 4, which is an average game at best. Go trade it in if you've got it, because that's a lot of money. That's good money that you can spend on other good games. Yeah, and it is on Game Pass as well. So if you do have Game Pass, well, then essentially you've got two copies of the one game. Exactly right. Go trade it in right now because it's not worth it. But yeah, 30 bucks. There we go. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've gone out and got Ace Combat 7 because I wanted to play some of the VR missions in there um, and actually use my VR headset for the first time in forever. Um, yes, but I'm, I'm definitely in the mode of, uh, of trying new things that I haven't been able to do before. So that's, uh, that's exciting. But yes, play some games, stay home, don't get sick. It's the perfect time to do it. There's no sports on either. So, you know, you can pretend to play your favorite sport and not cry yourself to sleep because you can't watch your team win. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the AFL is still going ahead, but it's going to be empty stadiums. And just went, oh, yeah, cool. That's going to be great seeing someone like, you know, get a get a goal from long distance. They're going to look into the crowd and fist the air and go, oh, there's no one there to high five. Me. Ah. There's no flags. <laughs> we would have got that goal, but there's no flags distracting the other team. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, they are one of the only sports that are still going. So good on them. Uh, look, uh, we'll move on to our next piece of news. It's the big one. Um, this last week, we have seen the uh, the confirmed stats come out for the Xbox uh, Series X mm-hmm. and the PlayStation 5. Uh, so we've got the uh, comparison between both of these units, and boy, do they look beefy. Xbox um, is more powerful. Let's just now. Let's just now now Xbox that. fans can turn around and mimic PlayStation fans from a couple of years ago. Oh, but the PlayStation's more powerful. Sorry, no, the Xbox is more powerful this time. Sit your fucking ass down. This this generation, I think, is going to go straight to Xbox. Last gen, this, uh, the, the current uh, generation. Current generation was PlayStation because Xbox farted in their own cereal. But I think I think the next generation, I think, is going to be Xbox. They're literally just going. Yeah, we're standing. And we're standing hours up. And, hold, yeah. hold it here. We'll just hold your horses. You're very excited, I know. Yes, the yes, the CPU is slightly more powerful. Yes, the GPU is statistically a, a big beefy unit by comparison. But the big one that 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 is uh, having people going a little bit weird on is the I/O throughput rate. So the I/O throughput rate is basically how fast things load in the game. So you have your digital assets and uh, like sitting on on standby, and they basically get loaded in through this thing. Now the I/O throughput rate is you know um, like how fast your menus load, how fast like if you're you're turning around um, in a game, how fast the digital assets load around you. The I/O throughput rate on the PlayStation Five is twice the rate of the Series X, which is really interesting. So I think. Like, yes, there is a, a significant difference in CPU and GPU, but the way that they're processing the data is faster on, on PlayStation 5. So I don't know just yet exactly what's going to happen with when these come out, but it's going to be really interesting to see what they're like. They both have the same kind of uh, memory, so both 16 gigabyte DDR6, um, and they both have some pretty powerful um, GPU architecture as well. So be very interesting to see what it's going to be like, mate. 
I'm sitting on the Xbox train. <laughs> hey, look, I think either way that you, you you cut it on this, there's gonna be, like I think fans of either platform uh, are going to be really happy with what what happens here. So, um, yeah, get excited. They they may get delayed. The launch dates may get delayed, is what I'm hearing at the moment. Um, but at this stage, yeah, they're, they're looking pretty awesome. I, uh, you can I, I wouldn't mind if they are delayed because that'll give us a little bit more life in our current consoles because I think our current consoles can still push out a bit of power. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, more time to play games like Cyberpunk, which is, you know, releasing quite close to the launch date for these, well, the initial launch date for these platforms. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, I'm, I'm happy with my, my PS5, uh, PS4 at the moment. I'm happy to keep going. Yeah, it gives me more time to save the ridiculous amount of money that I'm going to have to spend on a PS5. <laughs> and possibly means I could buy both, at, buy, buy both at launch. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, God. But, <laughs> but yeah, look, it's very exciting. Um, there is a, a bunch of comparisons or like just detailed analysis online. Um, you can go to places like Eurogamer. Um, their digital foundry section has a bunch of uh, analysis on both of them. Um, and I know that the um, architects uh, did walkthroughs on both recently. So you can check them out. They're all really interesting, super highly technical. But the idea is that basically these things are going to be machines to last us for the, that, the entirety of that next cycle, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I will say I, I, I'm thinking for the next generation when it comes because at the moment with all the with all the games we review and everything we do, we've basically got everything covered. I think next generation, I'm just going to sort of stick with uh, stick with Xbox and probably build a gaming PC to cover things on PC because I'm playing a lot more PC than I am playing on uh, on consoles at the moment. Yeah. Oh, look, and that's that's the thing, though. I mean, with with those gaming PCs, you you spend three to five grand to buy something even remotely decent. Uh, and that might last you a good couple of years before you need to upgrade again. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very expensive hobby to have, which is which is why a lot of people go to consoles because it's an affordable way to to play games without fucking around. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so I'm I'm very much in the boat of wanting to do that as well. So, <laughs> um, but yes, like uh, as we said, these things might get delayed. So stay tuned. We will give you the news as it breaks you know, three days later after it's broken, but, you know, as it breaks to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our our, our it, own opinions on said breaking news of three days ago. Yes. Now, as of now, like, I know there's a lot of cancellations going on at the moment for uh, movies and things like that. We're not actually seeing any cancellations for uh, the the games releases coming through. I know that they have postponed a, a bunch of, like, midnight, midnight launches, yeah. Um, so they were having uh, Doom Eternal, I think, is coming out uh, this week. Yeah, it comes out to, or take, by the time you're listening to it, it's out now. So it comes out uh, Friday. Yeah. So yeah, so all of those midnight store releases, they've all been, uh, they've all been closed off. Um, I think Animal Crossing comes out this week. Same day. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and that's the, like they've closed down that. They're not delaying the releases of this stuff, um, but they are you know, pushing back that public you know, interaction. The one I asked about today because I was re- re- very worried about this was uh, coming out mid-April uh, is the Final Fantasy VII launch, uh, the remake for that. Apparently, that's still going ahead, um, but they are again shutting down all access to like you know midnight l- releases. So it'll all be digital stuff if you can get it, um, but there will be hard copies in stores as well. So, yeah, and that's that's the thing as well with movies. You have to all go to a movie theater to watch it. With games, you can buy it digitally on your console. You can buy it on Steam. You can get it on you know the PlayStation Store, the Xbox Store, so and so forth. 
Well, to steal a bit of news, I'm sure that they'll bring up a nerd this week, but you know they steal our news all the time. Um, yep. There's a there's a lot of uh, video, um, uh, there's a lot of digital video releases coming out for uh, movies that are currently on at the theaters, which is really interesting. So they they've gone, fuck it, we're not getting the people through the doors. We're just going to put it up on the screen. So I know, um, I think it's Universal at the moment. So they did The Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, and then there's the release of a movie called The Hunt. There's a bunch of others. I think the the new Trolls movie, one of the kids' movies. They're all coming out on video release at the end of this week. So, yeah, they're, they're basically going, fuck, we can't get people in there. I know cinema chains in the US are shutting down. Um, so they're putting their, their everything digitally because people are fucking home, you know, 20 million concurrent users on Steam. Yeah, it's it's a huge time for people to, to release digital assets. So we've had a Steam sale go up live today. Lots of things are changing, but yeah, you'll still have access to games, which is the best thing about this fucking coronavirus, uh, is that we're getting all of our stuff as we need it. Yeah, exactly. And it gives you it gives you time to catch up on, on games you've missed out on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there we go. That's our news for this week. Um, there's plenty more going on, but those were the big ones. Um, but, Duty, we are brought to you by our wonderful partner at Culture Shock Collectibles. Tell that us is, about them. That is correct, Fuzzy. Culture Shock Collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, of course, are Michael, Michael and the team at Culture Shock Collectibles. They are your one-stop, or at least our one-stop. They could be your one-stop. Check them out and you might find out. Uh, leading collectible store in regards to Funko Pops, Hot Toys, Action figures, you name it, they got it. Oh, they can get it. That's the cool thing as well. Um, so their website is www.culturechocollectibles.com. Uh, the challenge is still uh, they're the first person to put in their order, uh, play with each other and play with yourselves in the comment section of your order will get a free Funko Pop. Random, but a free Funko Pop. Um, so if you're listening to this, you're wanting to get... $50 uh, value or more. <coughs> if you're wanting to get a, a birthday <laughs> present for someone coming up or if you if you wanted to get something for yourself because, you know, it's been a while since you treated yourself. If you throw that into the comment section of your order, you'll get a free Funko. You might... You don't know what it is and that's the greatest thing about mystery Funkos. They could be something like crossbones. Remember Crossbones? <laughs> you guys gave me so much shit when I got that mystery Funko Pop. I know who Crossbones is. It's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Look, there's so much cool stuff out at the moment as well. Um, there is uh, pre-orders for the Mandalorian and the Child set, which looks pretty cool. Uh, it's so stupid. It's, I uh, love it. I, I fucking really, love it. I really dislike that because this company, Hot Toys, has gone, look, we're going to release the Mandalorian as a figure. Cool. Sweet. That's fine. And now they're saying, you know what, for an extra probably, it's probably going to be an extra 150 to $200. We're going to give you the child slash baby Yoda. I'm like, no, that should be a, hey, he's thrown into the Mandalorian box set. Like, no one wants to buy a Mandalorian without the child. Like, don't make it a new box set that you have to spend more money on if you want it. It should be a like a, cool, the series is over. Yes, he's going to come with it. It's so fucking stupid, man. It's really fucking stupid. I I, re- I saw that and I just went, you filthy fucking money-hungry cunts. That is disgusting. Pretty much, mate. That is their entire industry, though, being filthy fucking money-hungry cunts. So, it's just, yeah. oh, it's, it's like when, when, when Star Wars Episode Seven came out and, like, of course, you know, Ray uses the lightsaber, they turned around and went, yes, if you buy a Ray, it will come with, the you know, Luke's lightsaber. Rather than, yes. no, if you want to use Luke's lightsaber, you have to buy the Finn because Finn comes with the light. Oh, that, that, it, it would have been that mentality, and it's so fucking money-hungry, money man. Uh, it, look, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's one of the, It's a problem. 
Uh, but look, yeah, that is uh, that is the industry that we are connected with at this stage. <laughs> Uh, but you can get some other cool stuff in there, man. There's some other cool sets that are, are going on. Um, there's He's got an Ivan of- Ooze toy, man. I'm contemplating getting that Ivan Ooze toy. <laughs> of course you are. Um, there is a, a bunch of cool stuff. There's some uh, some new Batman stuff. Um, there was a bunch of different bat suits, I think, from the Arkham Knight series. Yeah, you can buy um, like a little bat cave, bat suit, armory sort of yeah. looking thing. Yeah. About, I think it's, it's like cool. 410 bucks, but it comes with like eight suits all in their little armory. They're not 1-6 scale. They're like 112 or something, but they, uh, they, they look pretty cool. Um, it's just sort of like a little diorama display sort of thing. That's awesome. So if you are one twelfth the size of Batman, um, you can, you know, you've bought yourself a new wardrobe. Um, <laughs> uh, that's out there. I know there's some cool new Wonder Woman toys uh, coming out for the new Wonder Woman movie released yeah, uh, this yeah. year, which look pretty cool. I always get a little bit iffy about these ones that are released prior to the movies coming out, which happens a bit in the toy biz. But, you know, they come out prior to the movie, and it's like, I want to get excited about it, but I don't quite know who this character is yet, or if they're going to be another fucking Jar Jar Binks or something. You know, it's like, I'm not, I'm just not sold. They look cool, but I'm not sold on buying something prior to watching the movie. That's, yeah, exactly. You know, that's just me. Um, but yeah, so there's a bunch of cool stuff out there. Check it out. Uh, CultureShockCollectibles.com. They're on Facebook. Um, they will be able to sort you out for all of your nerdy needs. Yeah, there we go. There we go. And also the uh, the cool Funkos that have come out. Did you see these? The toilet uh, the toilet paper Funkos? Yeah, I did see that. He, uh, he posted those, yeah. <laughs> Fucking great. Uh, but anyway, look, we're, t- we're talking games this week. Let's talk some games. Uh, we reviewed two games this week. Uh, Mr. Dirty, would you like to give us your first game that you reviewed this week for us? Well, I'll probably go with the most recent one, and uh, <clears throat> it is the DLC update to The Division 2, which came out this time last year, um, mm. and it is called The Warlords of New York, which basically sends your Division agent that you've been playing with through Division 2 back into uh, into Lower Manhattan, so the Financial District, Battery Park, sort of the, the Brooklyn Bridge, Two Bridges area coming over, and uh, it, it's up to you uh, as your Division agent to capture Aaron Keener, who was the, the one of the Division agents from the first wave of, of agents released in New York that actually turned rogue and started spreading uh, more, more of the virus, um, and it's up to you to actually track him down and kill him. Wow, okay, yeah, cool. Um, it, um, it's- now... Taking us back to New York, obviously. Great content because that's where we wanted to be in the first place. Yes. Um, It's sort of, it's quite good because if you like Division 1 and as soon as Division 2 came out, you were sitting there going, I don't want to play this because it's in a, frankly, it's in a very boring city. Um, You can purchase (laughs) the the Warlords of New York Division pack, which will come with Division 2 and the DLC, and you can immediately start at the DLC. It'll automatically create a character at level 30 for you. Um, and if you want mm. to, you can create one yourself so you can customize him and change his hair and all that sort of stuff like that. Um, so nice. you can immediately jump into the DLC without having to be level 30 in the Division 2 to go on. Um, and it, it's, it works a little bit like a World of Warcraft expansion. It sort of uh, it increases the level cap from level 30 to level 40. Uh, there's some new legendary bosses, some new legendary gear and so uh, such like that too to pick up and play. Um, but the, the sort of the campaign works a little bit like if you played it's it's a very common uh concept or 
game mechanic that they use, but the only thing that comes to mind is Ghost Recon Wildlands, where you have to take out this big bad guy. In order to get to the big bad guy, you have to take out his lieutenants, and then that calls him out. Um, and that's basically how the game works. Is uh, is Aaron Keener, the big bad guy, you have to take out in New York. He has four division lieutenants. If you take those four out, it calls him out, and then you fight him. So it's essentially the take out it's a domino effect of take out the four and then out he comes sort of like what we got with like uh with with all the previous far cry games like take out the you know the the bosses in the area and it brings out the big bad boss yeah nice okay Um, so you've you've had a lot of fun doing this one yeah it's it's been great fun it's it's really nice going back to new york but also seeing it as in a different uh, season because previously we saw in Division Two it was all you know the middle of November or December and it was all heavy snow and and you know all that sort of stuff but now it's in the middle of I think it's spring or in the middle of summer um, and we're getting like heavy rains and monsoons and stuff like that coming through which has caused uh, swamps to actually build up in heavy populated areas so you get all these like big skyscrapers and then like swamps and insects flying around and like grass growing on buildings and it looks like something you've seen out of out of like I Am Legend it, it looks like that. Um, and some mm. some of these sort of old uh, factions from the first game, like the uh, the cleaners are back and they've stolen a big industrial, like, you know, subway drill and they're boring into the ground and they've actually caused, like, uh, sinkholes to appear and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's really cool with how they've done the design. It's not just a copy-paste and then they've just gone, okay, remove snow, put in the sun. They've actually really changed and, and thoroughly worked through the map because we're also seeing buildings that have actually crumbled to the ground because of explosions and we're actually seeing sort of uh more not necessarily like initial reaction disaster but sort of like three months later disaster we're seeing like you know bodies and there's there's like skeletons and there's grass growing out of like rib cages and and there's like ripped ripped banisters and they're like hanging from the like it, it looks like it's been decimated for quite some time rather than an initial reaction yeah. Oh, nice. So it actually it feels lived in, is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It feels lived in, but it feels like, feel like <laughs> well, the, not not so much lived in, but <laughs> it yeah. feels realistic. <laughs> it, it feels realistic. It's it's sort of like the you know twenty eight days later when you know when they when he wakes up and he sees that things have gone to shit, but it's like three months later. It's a couple months later, and it just looks mm. disastrous. But it's so beautiful seeing sort of the sun you know, the god rays, if you will, shine through this destroyed tarmac that's, like, supposed to be, like, a tent, and it's just going through these disgusting streets. It looks it looks fantastic. It plays fantastic. It plays exactly the same as Division 2. Um, so if you weren't a fan good, of the, yeah. the gun combat in that, if you didn't like the constantly getting new weapons that are a bit, you know, a bit more damage-impacting and all that sort of stuff, if, if you weren't a fan of that weapons weren't realistic, then you're still going to have that issue with this game. Um, and the yeah. story, of course as with all Division games, takes a bit of a backseat. So rather than it being this upfront constant cutscenes, you know, getting to know what's actually going on, you need to listen to to echoes, you need to read, you know, documents, you need to... F- the story's there, you just need to do reading in between missions to sort of catch up. Yeah. It's not... The most fun of an action you. shooting game is the reading part, you know? Yeah, yeah. So all in all, <laughs> I, I, I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I will say this is... This is what I think we should have gotten for the Division 2. I think Washington yeah. just sucked the life out of me. I'm sitting there, it's, it's not fun at all. The only thing yeah. I know is the White House and some shit from House of Cards. I do not care. Put me back in New York. <laughs> and now this game has gone, cool, we're putting you back in New York. And it's, it's beautiful. It's really, really good. Yeah, exciting. All right. So if we had to give this a score out of five, which we do because that's our thing, what would you give it? Uh, four. Definitely a four. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. It's 
it's it's really really good if if you're looking for a reason to jump back into the division it's definitely something to take a look at fabulous there we go thank you for that um, okay, well, I, I reviewed again this week, which uh, which was a bit of fun. Um, I had the opportunity to play MLB The Show 20. So, MLB um, Baseball? Baseball, that's the one. Major League Baseball The Show. Now, this is, uh, this is a game that, well, look, let's just start by saying it's a sports sim. So if you're not into sports at all, this is not the game for you. It is a simulated sports game that will give you the realistic, you know, semblance of playing that actual sport. Um, it's, uh, it's very pretty. I've got to say that much right up front. Very pretty. You know how like you have these games that you walk in a room and you watch, you see it like NBA 2K20 or FIFA. You can see it in the background. You go, oh shit, that actually looks like a real sport. Yeah. That's what this, that's the experience here. So it's um, it's pretty amazing. Like they the way they've captured it, the sound design is incredible. Like they just from like when you're throwing in the like you're throwing in a pitch, you hear the ball just whistling through, and like it's just it's just amazing. It's really good how they've done that. Can can uh, the games I, go for like eight hours? Um, they absolutely can. <laughs> so they they do take a long time. Luckily, there's a lot of skip functions. Um, you can either choose to do it in like um, there's a bunch of like customization modes where like you can customize your experience uh, within the game. Uh, so it's either like a broadcast thing where you've got commentary, or it's just literally just just snap me to the next point of action, like the next time I have to do a thing, oh, because. Right. Baseball is famously a slow-paced sport, like um, like cricket or golf. So you just want to be skipping to that next moment that you're you're engaged in it, um, which you can do, and you can just sit there doing that all day long. There's very much a sort of a rinse and repeat thing, though. Like it's um, I'll do the same thing because it works, and I'll keep doing that same thing because it continues to work. And then once you've got that, it's kind of there's no next level. It's about, you know, you, you basically get to that level, you get good at doing it, and then that's it. You peaked. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I think there's, there may be, like, I got I got to play this uh, before the multiplayer access came out, so I didn't get a chance to play it online. I assume once you get a chance to play it online, play against human, um, like, you know, pitchers or batters, that's going to change things slightly. Um, but against the, um, the, against the computer, it, it's straightforward it's very like you know par for the course so look i had a lot of fun with it um is there's some uh there's some customization stuff for the controls which is really cool which you don't see in a lot of games so it's very much like a okay when you pitch you can use these types of things so you can push a series of buttons or use the um use the the controller sticks or you can use a timed bar to you know to judge how much power goes into it. So they let you choose how you want your gaming experience to be, which I thought thought was really cool. You don't get to see that in a lot of sim games, or they make it really hard to get into. Yeah. Um. So they do that for the experience right up front, and it just makes things so much easier. You've customized the game before you've even started playing, and it's just it's really good. How is the? Uh, I know with like some of the NBA games, say like Two K, um, you'll mm-hmm. have you, you'll be able to have options like uh, you know the game soundtrack if it's got a soundtrack of you know popular music playing. Can you do that with with uh, the baseball game? You can. Um, the soundtrack's a little bit less 
um, awesome than, than an NBA 2K game. Um, I think 2K's got so much money that they just throw it everywhere. And same with FIFA. Like, they throw some money around, like some serious coin every year to get an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. This is not so much there, but, you know, you can see that they're going down that pathway as well. Um, I think it's probably, like, outside of America, this is a very niche sport. So, yeah, you look at some of the, like, some other games that, you know, are international games, and they, you know, they get better dollars and better better replay value. This one, if you're not a baseball fan, um, or, or, like, if you're not an American baseball fan, I think you just, I don't know, I don't think they've got enough money to uh, to, to spread this as widely as they want around the world. Yeah, fair um, enough, yeah. Yeah, but look, it's a, it's a good fun experience. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I played probably about 12 to 15 hours on this, and that probably was enough uh, of an experience for me. Uh, I don't know if I'll be going back to play it is my big uh, big takeaway from this one. So, yeah, it's not, not the sports game of the year. It's it's no Formula One. It's it's no Formula One experience. I, don't, I just don't think there's enough, like I said, replay value. Um, once uh, beyond, you know, being able to play as your your favourite current baseball um, player or create a you know a character and you you take him throughout his career, it's just too long. It's just too much of the same thing, and it just gets a little bit boring. So yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so that's in there. I think they'll they'll do really well. Um, if you if you like cricket or if you like golf or I put it in that same kind of category. If you like either of those sports. You'll probably get a lot of value out of this as well. Um, it's probably about a three and a half stars for me. Okay. Um, so I, th- I still think it's it's actually like they they polished it up and it's a really it's really good at doing what it does. It just doesn't do anything too exciting. Is my biggest problem for it. Yeah, there there was a uh, oh shit. This was probably like you know nearly twenty years ago. Or so, but there was a on the original <laughs> Xbox there was a cricket game that I played that I absolutely loved the living shit out of. Um, oh, and now there's shit, a cricket yeah. game on the uh, on Game Pass, Ashes Test Cricket, I think it is. I might yep. give I might give that a crack during this during this lockdown. Some some multiplayer cricket with you know all five players oh, yeah. playing at the same time would be fucking funny. Oh, absolutely! Look, it, it takes me back like to the old Shane Warne '99 or Brian Lara cricket. You know, they, yeah, they had some had some cracking games back then. Yeah, um, yeah. The 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 Ashes game is a lot of fun. This is like. I think that that game's probably more dynamic than this um, because baseball's a very static game at the best of times. I think cricket's a more dynamic game for everybody. So, yeah, um, yeah, more multiplayer value in uh, in games like that than there would be for this. Yeah, cool. So there we go. There we go. MLB The Show 20. Get it if you like it. You're going to love it if you do. Yeah, if you're a baseball fan, it's for you. If you're not a baseball fan, it might not be up your alley. Exactly right. Yes. All right, um, you reviewed another game this week as well, Duty. I did, I did. I got around two things this week. Um, I phrasing uh, my hero <laughs> wants justice two, which is the uh, it, it's a sort of an anime fighting game, sort of like uh, a lot of games that Bandai Namco do, uh, based on the uh, the anime series um, and manga My Hero Academia. Um, which mm-hmm. before this, I had <clears throat> I went into this completely absolutely blind i have no idea what the show is i have no idea what this game is going to be fuck it someone's going to like this let's give it a crack let's see what it's what you know let's see what it's all about and um it's essentially sort of uh this it's a it's a world where 80 percent of people have superpowers and they go to school to learn and, and hone their powers and their abilities um and it essentially 
from what I can gather, there's this big, you know, the, the Superman, if you will, of this universe, All Might, um, is essentially going, cool, I, I, I need to retire. And he gives it to a kid who doesn't necessarily have any powers. Um, mm. And uh, and it, essentially, the, the game replays the anime, replays the, the story of the anime and the manga. And it's a it's sort of a, it's a little bit like Jump Force. It's a, it's a small arena fighting game. Um, and depending on what character you pick, depends on what playing style you, you have. If you play as All Might, he's going to be very close range. He's sort of like this big Hulk Hogan-y sort of like style character. He's very buff and all of his mm-hmm. stuff is close range. He deals a lot of close range damage. There's characters that shoot fire and ice out of their hands that clearly absolutely get shit kicked out of them if they're in close range combat because they're very ranged. Um, yeah. It's it's very simple and very straightforward. It, it's an arena fighting game and if you love the anime, you're going to love the the uh, the game. Um, I did have a couple issues with it throughout my, uh, throughout my time playing it. I found the hit detection was a bit off. Um, okay. You can see in the video review, I actually do some slow-mo parts of me hitting and it's 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 saying, nah, you didn't hit him. And then they hit me when it's like, okay, cool. The, the rules need to work both the same way. If, if I can't hit yeah. him doing that, he can't hit me doing this. Um, it's fucking annoying when games do that. Like you, you just need, I don't mind if the hitboxes are bad. I just need it to be consistent across the board. Like that's, that's, that's the killer, right? When they just can't yeah. get that right. I did have some problems with that. Um, the game uh, lets you customize characters anyway. You want sort of like what we got um, from like Tekken on. There was a, there was like Tekken four or Tekken five onwards where you could sort of like cool if you want to put jeans on on Jin you can. If you want to put bloody uh, tiger mask on uh, on King's face you can. Like they're all the sort of the the small the aesthetic customization which I thought okay that's pretty cool but the game Mm. is sort of the world is based on having a superhero and going to school and learning your abilities why aren't we making our own character like why Mm. aren't we we making our own character we're making we're choosing his abilities we're customizing him and leveling up as we go rather than just aesthetically customizing the characters which I found was really weird um but other than that it's it's pretty straightforward it's pretty simple the um the characters and the unique abilities of the characters are, are really cool. Um, there's like mm-hmm. one character who can cause explosions and stuff. So like his, co- you know, superhero costume, if you will, he's got like grenade gauntlet hands and he's got like, you know, spiky hair. And it looks, it, it's very sort of like, you know, Dragon Ball and Naruto. It's very that over the top animation yeah. style. Um, yeah. Okay. But it's really, really cool. I did find one character, her like special attack was it zoomed into her ass. It zoomed in on her belly and then zoomed in on her bobs. And then she just like dashed at you and run at you. And I'm like, what's like, everyone has this like some form of cool special ability. They'll like shoot fire out of their hands or they'll bloody, they'll, they'll pull out this, you know, all these like sand, you know, hands and they'll like throw them at you and all this sort of stuff. And she just, I, I put it onto YouTube. I said, okay, guys, anyone who's seen the show, what, what is her ability? And it's like, her ability is illusions. I'm like, so do an illusion. It's, it's not really an illusion. It's just, you know, zooming in on cleavage and, and a bit of a giggle. And I'm sitting there going, Okay, if she's got illusions, like, multiply herself or something like that. So, you don't know which one you're attacking. Um, <clears throat> combat style So, is- yeah, <laughs> her, uh, her superpower is sexual innuendo. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I, I was playing this and she was she, I was fighting this character at the same time and she activated her ability and my wife's walked in. She's like, what the fuck are you playing? And I'm like... I don't know. <laughs> it's a game. Said, it's a game. It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there I just going like, it's a fighting game, but I don't know what her thing is. Like, I, I can generally pick up on what everyone's ability is by fighting them after a couple of minutes, but I don't I don't know what she's doing. Um, the fighting style is pretty cool. Not the fighting style, but the way the camera works sometimes is pretty cool. 
the camera because it's like an arena fighter will actually lock onto your enemy and you'll run around a bit freely on the map so the enemy is always close generally always close to the screen if you are losing a round then it zooms in on you being like hey you're doing shit we're changing the yeah, camera wow. to zoom in on you so then we're focusing on you um but you can't lock on combat wise to a character so if you're punching them and they dash out of the way you'll still keep punching in the direction that you're looking you can't do like not necessarily like with Mortal Kombat because it's a side scroller but with like some of the other Dragon Ball games and with Jump Force last year you could actually lock on to the person you're fighting so all your you know attacks are directed at that target where you can't Mm. do that with this Um, okay it is look if if you are a fan of My Hero Academia or you liked My Hero 1's Justice number one I think this game's going to be a massive thing for you. The the story mode, there's no, there's no like stupid mini games or like oh you know like some previous entries of of any anime fighting game has been like here's the main story, but you have to do these little side games to go back to the main story. This is just mission one, mission two, mission three. Like it just there's no fluff. Um, yeah, and it, it it is a bit of fun. I think little fuzz would enjoy playing this. I think little fuzz it's it's very button bash friendly as well. Like if little fuzz just picks a random character. There's a 99% chance that he can just mash the controller with the palm of his hand and kick the living shit out of people. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's fun in that regards, but as a as a first entry to the series for me, it's got me intrigued for the show, but the game... The, the game's done what, essentially, it's supposed to do for anyone who hasn't seen the show. It's, it's pulled me into the show. It's, make, it's making me go, cool, the game is it's not bad but it makes me want to check out the show and then probably from checking out the show i'll go back and check out the game again knowing more about the show um yeah okay nice it's it's sort of having that sort of that that sort of yeah circle domino effect um yeah yeah cool so now like you, you did mention um you did a game last year um, a fighting game like this yeah uh, what was that called that was jump the force. um jump force yeah <clears throat> yeah by like i know jump force wasn't very well received it was kind of a, a sort of a meh kind of release how would you say this is going to be received like it seems like this might be a, a little bit better uh, better place than jump force even though i know you liked jump force yeah um i know that it wasn't widely received very positively I think this will be received more positively because Jump Force was, it was all the Shoujin Jump anime characters. So it was this massive yeah. group of characters you could play as. So me going into Jump Force as a sole, solely only Dragon Ball fan and yeah. playing as the Dragon Ball characters, their character models look like crap, but their, their you know, abilities looked amazing. Their, you know, all the beam attacks yeah. look great. But I think with, with My Hero Once Justice 2, it's solely one show. It's not pulling in... A heap of fans from ah. different series and not like upsetting fans from other series. Um, sure. So no, I think no, I think enough. it's I think it's better than Jump Force in that regard because it's solely focusing on one thing rather than having okay. a sports game that has basketball and it has baseball and it has gridiron and it has NASCAR like all these different types of sports. It's focusing just on the one thing. It'd be like you know LeBron James showing up in the MLB the show like just yeah just weird. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh, score-wise, I'm, I'm going to give this a 3 out of 5. Um, okay. I enjoyed it, but still, I had issues with the hit detection. I had issues uh, with sort of not being able to lock onto characters. Uh, some of the attacks I, I got uh, on, on the receiving end were a bit like, y- you can't block while you're being hit, where with, you know, Jump Force and with Dragon Ball, if, if there's like that brief moment of in between a combo, you can d- hit the block button, you'll block and you'll, yeah. you'll stop taking so much damage, but you can't do that in this. As soon as you get hit, you are stuck in a combo and you can't barrel roll, dodge, you can't get out of it somehow. 
Mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, um, there we go. So three out of five for that. It's been a busy week, mate. Lots of games going on. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like there's the as we said, if you're staying home, as you probably should, um, there's plenty to play. So make sure you uh, you check out your favourite game. Um, you know, check out some of the games we re- re- reviewed this week. There's uh, there's lots to like. There's lots of releases coming through. Uh, we're going to be talking about a big one next week. Are we able to talk about it? I suppose we, we can. We, yeah. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah, sure. So um, next week we're going to be talking about Doom Eternal. Um, that gets launched by the time you read the, hear this, read this, hear this podcast. Um, it'll be out. So we're going to be reviewing that next week for the show. That's uh, that's going to be pretty exciting. Oh yeah, the uh, the review embargo dropped. I think on Tuesday of this week, and uh, our mate G Man lives. Of course, he's done a, a video on Doom Eternal. Thirty minutes he talks about it, and he provides in depth with very little spoilers. Um, he talks mm. about the weapons you can find, the the references, Easter eggs. He he he, he goes all in, man. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think he, he's keen to check out our, our thoughts on Doom Eternal as well. He he's uh, challenged me to try and play the game on ultra violence mode. And uh, <laughs> dude, the first couple levels I got done like Riley Reed at a house party, man. I was just fucked. <laughs> Jeepers. What a reference. See, that's the kind of reference you get after about four days in isolation. So, um, <laughs> uh, yes, but, um, okay, so, yeah, check it out next week. The review is going to be dropping very shortly. Um, early teasers, because uh, maybe just a little early teaser for us, Dirty, because it is day of release. Mm-hmm. Give us a little teaser for your review, just something, some little tidbit that we're going to like. This is uh, I've been I've been very careful with uh, review scores this year with with gaming because I give a lot of things five out of five and I think this- <laughs> you certainly do you either give fives or threes that's there's no middle ground I should introduce you to this number called four which is oh, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> give, I give Dragon Ball Kakarot a four um, <laughs> I I think <clears throat> if it's if it's not a five it's it's going to be very close um, it is definitely one of the best first-person shooters I've ever played. It, it's, oh. it's, it's Doom 2016 on fucking crack. Like, it is, it, it's fantastic. From what I've been playing so far, it's fantastic. Oh, there we go. What a tease. What a tease. Come back next week. Um, I'll be playing it next week as well. Well, this week, so I'll be able to talk about it next week. It's going to be great. Um, we're looking forward to having a, a Doom-heavy episode. We might even have to do like a heavy metal theme for it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be big, um, so check that out. Until then, stay inside, stay safe, stay playing video games, and if you keep dying, remember, the answer to your problems is to get good. And this is Duty reminding you to play with each other. And you can play with each other during this lockdown period because... There is such thing as there is such thing as the internet playing online. It's a beautiful thing, uh, and also play with yourself. Uh.